Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Gary Ling. Gary Ling is the Chief Marketing Officer of Apparavi, the trusted disruptor in data intelligence and automation software company that helps companies find and unlock the value of data, no matter where it lives, to mitigate risk, reduce costs, and exploit new value from their data. Apparavi's SaaS platform finds, automates, governs, and consolidates distributed data. Apparavi ensures secure access for modern data demand of analytics, machine learning, and collaboration. Well, good afternoon, Gary. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks. It's good to be here. Awesome, Gary. I appreciate you jumping on. And we've got a lot to talk about regarding your background, a little bit about your company, and, and how we can get the story out to our audience. So, Gary, jumping into these questions, right? I'm going to talk a little bit. You've got a Great career in marketing. You have an extensive B2B technology experience. And as an executive, and now you're the chief marketing officer at Aparave. Could you just tell us a little bit about Aparave and the main services you provide for your customers? Sure. Uh, I mean, Aparave was founded uh, back in uh, 2017 uh, by our founder and CEO, Adrian Knapp. And it really took uh, a really look at what's been going on in data management um, and the, obviously the volume and variety of data that's certainly growing. Um, you know, if you look at the data now, you know, people will claim the amount of zettabytes that are there, but in the enterprise, uh, about 80% of data is unstructured. It's files, uh, they're floating around and it's growing at a, an amazing rate. Um, and I've noticed once that people aren't even understanding what their data is. You know, 90% of it is never analyzed. And that certainly creates uh, a lot of risk, uh, you know, risk from not only data breach, so you can't protect what you don't know, um, but also in terms of some of the real challenges of things like data compliance, data privacy, um, and ensuring that data. So in short, what we do is help you know your data. Um, so we have the ability to go do an enterprise search across any endpoints across the data center, find that data, index all of the metadata and even all the content without actually move, having to move it, which is unlike you know other approaches out there. And now you can decide what you keep, what you migrate, what you move, and and as we've been you know talking before, you know clearly there's a lot of people doing cloud migration. But why would you migrate, you know, trash data or garbage data, uh, which takes up in most enterprises anywhere from 33 to 50 percent in some of our accounts we've seen where they've realized the data is redundant, obsolete or trivial or or could easily be just migrated because maybe it's a bank and they need to keep records for seven years. So that's that's been our mission. Um, you know, certainly there's been a lot of uh, approaches to trying to do data management, uh, but really they've been focused on moving blocks of data around without really understanding its value. Thank you for sharing it, Gary. I really appreciate it. And I think it's really important that people not only, uh, you know, receive that service, but what you just explained will obviously help consumers understand uh, what services you do provide. So I appreciate the share. And so, Gary, let's jump in and, and talk a little bit about um, the the environmental impacts of storing data in the cloud. Are maybe you can explain that, and then what actions do you propose companies take to combat their own carbon footprint? Yeah, it is an interesting thing. It's a matter of sort of trying to join the dots. Really, I mean, there's a lot of initiatives right now, um, certainly around green and sustainability. 
Um, even co- countries like Singapore have actually put out uh, statements that they're not building any more data centers there. Um, certainly, we know you know the cloud is is, is a great thing. It's a, you know shared resource, a lot of uptime, a lot of performance capability, a lot of shared storage. Um, but at the end of the day, it's all about the data. Um, and what we find is is majority of organizations don't know what they have, um, and therefore they just move things. Um, you know, you and I may move house. Are we going to take the old couch? Are we going to take the old sweaters or shirts? No, we're going to throw them out or recycle them or, or, you know, put them in some kind of storage archive somewhere. Um, and it's amazing how many people are doing, have got cloud migration projects. You know, I noticed you've worked also in, in government and, and in healthcare. And there's a lot of initiatives like the state and uh, local government of Florida have got a big push around cloud first. Well, you know, arguably you have to say, know your data first, because you can actually reduce that uh, amount of data that's actually moving. So from a, um, you know, an environmental perspective and CO2 emissions, if you can reduce the data um, and make it more efficient, um, have, you know, reduce the redundancy because there's so many data copies out there. Um, you can actually then have a, a great effect not only on your primary data infrastructure, but your secondary and tertiary data infrastructure and, and ultimately get to better data hygiene. Um, now, certainly data is always going to keep growing um, and certainly it's a matter of making sure you keep the right stuff and that you make sure that the right people at the right time have access to it. Um, going back to kind of the security side of things, again, you can't protect what you don't know you have. And things like ransomware, you know, if someone was to hack in and you knew exactly what they stole and you knew it was not valuable, you'd say, you know what, you know, I'm not paying any ransom. So um, there are a lot of sort of cascading effects. And, you know, the top line benefits that we try to focus on is mitigating risk, reducing, but most importantly, avoiding costs um, and then making sure that you can actually exploit your own data for business advantage. And there's a lot of companies doing that, but a lot of that data people are using is in a structured environment in databases. And that's really only 20% of the data ecosystem. Thank you for sharing. And I think that's important too, is, you know, I think everybody, the, the, the users of this data need to be a little more disciplined as, as you know, a lot of people like to just hold on things forever. And, and really we're finding out that there's duplicate, triplicate, quadruplicate copies of that same data um, all over the place and in different locations. So, but they do have software out there that kind of uh, basically teases all that out and, and gives you an idea an overview, a report, so to speak, so that you can uh, reduce a lot of that. And I think you're right. We need to start reducing our data before we just think cloud first. So Gary, I appreciate that, that answer. And I want to ask you now, we're going to talk about um, the, how the pandemic has forced companies to migrate their data to the cloud for many different reasons, but do you think enterprise cloud migration is here to stay? And if it is, where do you see companies storing their data in the future? Well, if you go back uh, a number of years, um, and even pretty much today, a lot of the workloads or use cases that people have used cloud for, uh, from an enterprise perspective, uh, initially was all around backup. You know, I'm backing up or I'm creating an archive. You know, I'm putting my secondary copies or my disaster recovery copies up in the cloud because latency is where cloud is certainly challenged, uh, the latency and the performance. So if you've got an online transaction processing database that's running like a bat out of hell and you need the results, 
um, certainly uh, you're going to need some of that on premise. Um, but, you know, it's really the world of today is a hybrid world. Um, there are a lot of reasons why people aren't migrating to the cloud um, because of you know security reasons and they need to touch or hold the data. Um, and they're very you know conscious of that. Um, I think it's almost like, you know, go back 20, about five years, um, you know, and people were doing, you know, very reluctant to do transactions with their credit card over the Internet. Um, today, we, we don't think anything of it. Um, and because we believe it's secure and clearly there are hacks. Um, but certainly with uh, the, the ability for, you know, almost infinite compute and infinite storage, you know, the, the cloud has got a lot of, um, how can I put it, a lot of opportunity and a lot of cost advantages, but it, it's not always the cheapest. Um, you know, you start storing things there, you get both uh, egress and ingress fees. Um, so it's very important to make sure that you're putting the right data in the right place for the right reasons, whilst in, uh, ensuring secure access to that. And it kind of goes back to the moving house analogy. You know, you know, if you're if you're looking at, uh, you know, like I said, a bank and you've got to keep records around for seven years, um, do they need to be accessed frequently? Probably not. Maybe you can put them on lower cost storage and lower you know, with lower cost um, compute. Um, but it really is a matter of you need to understand the data. Um, and that is not just looking up the file name and a little bit of the metadata, but everything within. You know, two files, for example, could have the same name and the same date, but one could have, you know, critical IP information for the company and the other one could have someone's football scores. Uh, and yet, you know, some enterprise, you know, search solutions today will only go look at that surface level of the, of the information. And then even what we've done for years with even things like backup and deduplication. Well, how about you could even then you make sure that you remove uh, that particular duplicate content and make sure it's shared. I think longer term as well, you, you, you start to look at how data becomes independent of an application itself um, and therefore can be shared uh, for machine learning and AI reporting and, and true business advantage. Uh, but I think to, all too often today, people, uh, a lot of people are assuming that cloud is cheaper and that's not always the case. Um, we actually had one account where they had a big cloud migration project. And, and after they used Aparave, they realized that literally 42% of this data that were about to move um, up to the cloud could be just re removed itself and, and not migrated. And that reduced their budget or rather their spend. And then they could repurpose that budget on other things. So um, you got to know what you have at the end of the day. Absolutely. I think that's great. We just need to, again, be more disciplined about, you know, knowing our data, truly knowing what we have and, and what what could be recycled, so to speak, versus, um, you know, kept. So thank you for sharing. And Gary, it was a pleasure having you on today. I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Great. Thanks, Brian. A pleasure as always. Take care. Bye for now. Bye.